0: You know, I had a nice little fucking opening until uh, all of a sudden all my shit, you know, recording stuff just went all fucking haywire. So hopefully I can make it through. Let's get going. up, everybody. It is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast, and it is Saturday night of week six, and uh, yeah, find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, on Facebook at Dennis M. Roy. Uh, if you win big this weekend, remember there is donation links available uh, over at Venmo dennis roy 14 and on PayPal, RoyDog underscore 13 at Yahoo.com. But, uh, yeah, so, hey, uh, make sure, especially if on, like, Apple Podcasts, you know, iTunes, stuff like that, uh, if you like the podcast, please give it a like, uh, please subscribe, uh, leave a review, uh, everything, anything anything, and everything that you can do uh, to make sure that the this podcast stays on those formats where it's a lot cleaner, you know, if you only make it through, like, say, a Friday night podcast. If you only make it halfway through the podcast and you need to stop, it's a lot easier than, say, the old format. I'm doing this through Spreaker. Uh, Spreaker tends to not allow you to uh, use other functions while you're listening to the podcast if you're on your phone and stuff like that. So uh, any little bit will help. I appreciate it. So we got a fun little slate here. Um, It's a slate that I'm... I'm going to go out on not so far of a limb and say that it's going to be a higher score scoring weekend um, than usual. So for FanDuel, uh, definitely want to shoot for that 140. On um, DK, we're going to shoot for the 180. So remember, on DK, you're looking at PPR full point PPR. So guys who can get a lot of catches uh, accumulate points that way uh, in good matchups. Those are the guys that we really really want. So. We're going to go real quick through here. Um, If you have the uh, write-up, you can see the prices and everything on there. So I'm not really going to go through the pricing too much in here. Uh, But if there's any little nuances and stuff like that, we'll talk about it, okay? So uh, we're going to start at quarterbacks. Uh, Cash quarterbacks uh, start at the top. Uh, Remember, everything's done uh, by FanDuel price. So the higher price to lower price. And that's the order. It's not, you know, I like this guy more than this guy than this guy. Okay, uh, we've always done the order like this. Um, it's easier than if you know you or if you end up where you can't afford a guy at the top, and you want to kind of pare down. All you have to do then is just scroll through the article, and you can reach you know your next guy on there. Um, there is a lot of stuff with COVID going on this weekend. Nothing's been canceled, um, and I don't expect it to be canceled. Um, but that's why you have a little bit more uh, options this week, uh, just in case stuff kind of gets canceled. You know, we're looking at that Denver-New England game, uh, which had already been uh, postponed once, um, and there's a couple other teams out there too that have had a couple players, coaches, stuff like that. Um, but it appears that everybody is on their flights uh, to their their destination for the game, so... Um, it looks like everything's going to be pretty much full goal, but okay. Starting at the top, we got Deshaun Watson, uh, coming off the last two weeks, throwing over 300 yards in each game, uh, scoring 20 points per game on the, uh, on the season as a whole, uh, numbers don't show it with the Titans pass defense, uh, because they are 11th in DVOA 14th in points allowed to the quarterback position, but this secondary can be beaten. Uh, it, it's not as good as what they've been playing up to. Um, that is a function of sometimes of their opponents. Now they did have a really good game uh, against Buffalo, and that was on Tuesday. So they're working on an extremely short week. I'm expecting them to be still kind of out of whack on there, uh, which is going to allow Watson to actually do his thing. Uh, the emer- I did like the emergence of Brandon Cooks. It does give him more of uh, uh, me more confidence in the play. Uh, that he's going to be safe for cash on there because now we know he can go to Cooks, he can go to Fuller, uh, and he can go to um, Darren Fells, uh, David Johnson. He can pass it all around to, you know, whomever he wants. So I think he's a very good play. Uh, if you don't want to pay up for there, uh, which most people aren't, then you're dropping down to at least uh, the next guy here, and that's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um I was willing to pay up for struggling Kyler Murray last week against the Jets, and you're damn right I'm willing to uh, trust uh, Fitzmagic on a heater. Jets are 31st in DVOA versus pass and 17th in points allowed at the quarterback position. Uh, this is the perfect. If you don't want to pay up for Watson, then you can come right down here to Fitzpatrick, and he should be able to get the job done very easily uh, against this weak Jets uh, defense. Very, very safe spot for Fitzpatrick. Uh, even lower, I actually do have Matthew Stafford. I think he can get 20 points in this game uh, against the Jaguars. Uh, still kind of a cash last GPP uh, quarterback type play, though. Um, but the Jags' defense, they're 32nd in pass defense, DVOA, and 25th in points allowed to the quarterback position. We saw what Deshaun Watson's done. Um, we've seen what Ryan Fitzpatrick has done. So it may be a little bit lower output, but it has a higher chance for. Uh, touchdown passes uh, receptions for his you know receivers and stuff like that so he has not reached 20 points yet so that's why he's kind of that borderline cash last gpp play uh, but we just have to trust that he's gonna he's gonna make it there and he definitely can um, otherwise if not then just save him for a gpp if you want to use him over there uh, kirk cousin rounds out the cash game quarterbacks And uh, like I said in here, find me a quarterback not named Mitch Trubisky that hasn't gotten the job done versus the shitty Falcons secondary. 30th in pass defense DVOA and 32nd in in the league in points uh, allowed to the quarterback position. Uh, Alexander Madison is going to be very highly owned because Dalvin Cook is out. Uh, The only thing that I have an issue with with Alexander Madison outside of Yahoo, and I talked about this yesterday, uh, is that FanDuel – and DK were very proactive in pricing him up. Yahoo, on the other hand, he is $4 above minimum price. So when you look at that with Alexander Madison, that's why uh, I think Kirk Cousins is actually the better play in there because he is priced down uh, on all the sites, you know, 12th 10th and 10th that's a good spot for a quarterback here um might be a little bit lower volume but um i I do believe that the falcons are going to play along in this game and that's why i think kirk cousins is very much viable i think atlanta is going to open it up uh i did not include matt ryan this week because i'm just not going to trust him until he shows until he shows it so even in gpp uh, speaking of GBP, we got a couple quarterbacks over here. Uh, first one being Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I did say on here that I am more on Aaron Jones this week, but every time I go Jones or if I'm on Rodgers, the other one goes off, right? So I'm leaving myself an out so I can run at least one lineup to kind of hedge off of what I believe here. So um, everybody's going to look at the defensive statistics for the Buccaneers, right? This is This is very much like off the radar kind of it's 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 off the radar but it's not off the radar because a lot of people are seeing it i just don't know if a lot of people are going to try this this game i think is going to blow up much like how uh the chargers game did a couple weeks ago this is a very very strong offense and it gets its best player its best wide receiver back in Devontae adams and that's a very scary proposition for the tampa bay buccaneers defense I've moved off the Tampa Bay defense in all of my seasonal leagues. And I am generally a guy that will just say, fuck it, roll it out. So me being scared like that doesn't happen very often. So definitely be careful there. But uh, I do think Rodgers is very much viable. Like I said, though, I am on Aaron Jones a little bit more. Uh, I, I like the Tampa side of the matchup as well and with the way Brady has been playing outside of that fourth quarter last week um he is facing a Packers defense that's 25th in DVOA versus the pass. They're 13th in points allowed to the quarterback position, but that's a lot of quarterbacks that are just shitty. Um and he gets and Brady gets Chris Godwin back, which is really going to help this offense out. And I, can't, and I can see Brady getting his points and going 3-4x, to four X, depending upon which site you're on. So if you're asking me if I think he can get to the 25-point threshold, I'm absolutely telling you I think he can get to the 24-25-point threshold there. Sunday Night Football option, if you care to use it on Yahoo, is Jared Goff. Uh, 49ers' defense has been devastated by injuries to its secondary, and the pass rush hasn't looked the same ever since Nick Bosa tore his ACL. So... Uh, The Niners are now 23rd in pass defense DVOA and 19th in points allowed to the quarterback position. So this is kind of a full pull-off of everybody if you want to try it on Yahoo. Moving on to running backs, cash running backs, no surprise, Derrick Henry right at the top uh, as far as the pay-up options there. Uh, There's no way that you cannot consider Henry in a spot against the Texans where they are 26th in rush defense DVOA and 27th in points allowed to the running back position. It's the best spot to attack Houston, uh, and there's nobody else there to compete for carries this week. Uh, Darrington Evans is also out. Uh, Jeremy McNichols, I believe, is going to play, so he'll take some of the uh, pass work. You know, not that Derrick Henry really does all that much, anyways. So, uh, but I would I would expect I would expect Derrick Henry to still see probably one to two targets. Alexander Madison is the next guy there. He'll be high-owned against the Falcons defense, 10th in rush DVOA, but 25th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, and they're 19th in points allowed to the position, which means that they can give touchdowns. So uh, I did admit I am trying to move off of him, as I believe the passing game has a better day, but in the end, the Vikings' offense does start at the running back position. It's hard to fade on Yahoo, like I said, where his salary hasn't moved up in anticipation of Cook's sitting. So definitely on Madison, I'm locking him uh, I'm locking him in on Yahoo. Uh FanDuel and DK. Uh if I'm using Kirk Cousins, which honestly I think I'm just going back to the well with Fitzpatrick. Um but if I was using Kirk Cousins, I would not use Madison. I would rely more on, you know, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, stuff like that. So Um, it's just a, it's a hell of a price to pay. He's, you know, especially over on DK where he's the fifth highest priced, uh, running back one spot behind Derrick Henry. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. FanDuel, I guess is he's okay there at 7K, uh, good for 10th overall. So I don't mind him there. Um, if you want a nice little pivot option though, I did give you Todd Gurley, um, the Vikings are 27th in TVOA against the run and are 17th in points allowed to the running back. He's been involved in the offense even when the Falcons have fallen way behind. Uh, so he's really bucking the thought that they need to keep the game close for him to be successful. He, he, the only warning that I will give you on Todd Gurley is he is very, very touchdown dependent um, outside of, say, last week. Um, he's had a couple games where he scored a couple touchdowns and really kind of saved his day. So, uh, But he's he's looked better. I will admit he has looked better. He hasn't looked like the guy with the letharg- lethargic knees. Uh, next on here, I have James Robinson for Jacksonville. Failed last week, but I do believe this could be a back, uh, bounce back game for J Rob. And the main reason that I didn't uh, write up Gardner Minshew this week uh, is because I do have more belief in James Robinson. Uh, we also do not know what's going on with DJ Chark yet. yet. Now, hes I believe he's actually expected to sit, but if. You know, push comes to shove if DJ Chark's in there, you might be able to consider Gardner Minshew, to be completely honest. So, uh, Lions are 31st in rush defense DVOA and 22nd in points versus the running back in the passing game, uh, while allowing the most points in the league to running backs. So, really super good spot for running backs here. I'm going to be very, it's going to be very hard for me not to use him, uh, especially on FanDuel, where he's the 15th highest priced uh, running back there. Uh, you're getting a pretty decent price actually on Yahoo too at 26 and he is ninth at 6,800 on um, DK. So, I mean, he's hitting his mark. He's really hitting his marks at like that two and a half and three because uh, he does get a lot of past uh, target work. He's really taking that away from uh, Chris Thompson this whole year. David Montgomery. Uh, this should be a chalk, 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 chalk type spot for him. Uh, as he's very, very low-priced, and I can't believe he didn't get priced up for this matchup with Carolina. Uh, we'd like to start running backs versus the Panthers, and if there's one spot to use Montgomery, it has to be here versus the defense. That is 29th against the Rush and 26th versus running backs in the passing game. Uh, Carolina is 14th in points allowed to the running back position, but Montgomery is the only game in town and should be extremely busy. If he isn't, then I won't look his way for the rest of the season. Because the coaching staff is just going to keep fucking us, fucking us, fucking us on this. Uh, I do have Ronald Jones written in here. Running backs versus the Packers has been a pretty successful spot. Uh, and Jones' salary is too cheap for the matchup. The Packers are 25th in DVOA rush defense, 32nd versus the running back in the passing game, while also 31st in points allowed to the running back position. I'm not really worried about Fournette or McCoy at this point. Um, but if you are. Now, McCoy is going to play, and they said that he's going to work more on passing downs. He's a pretty good pass blocker. Uh, Fournette is still up in the air whether or not he's going to play or not. If he doesn't play, my God, Fournette, what a waste. But uh, if you're scared of the play, I don't blame you. Uh, You can consider him more of a cash-slash-GPP running back this week. Um I do not blame you, but I will have a share of Ronald Jones in here just because I will have a, a piece of the other side of, you know, the Packers-Tampa uh, Bay game. Like I said, I believe this, it's going to be high scoring, so uh, I'm going to need to at least look at pieces for the other side. Miles Gaskin comes in here, pretty safe, uh, definitely for cash. Is He's really, you know, outside of Breida getting, you know, four or five carries. Uh, Gaskin is getting almost all the work. In the passing game as well. Uh, so just consider Gaskins to be kind of the, the uh, Drake-Edmonds com- uh, combination uh, in this spot against uh, the Jets this week. Um, the Jets are 28th in points allowed to the running back position outside from a couple of Matt Breida touches. Like I said, he's getting the full workload, load. So he's really safe for cash if you want a uh, little flex option there. He plays in the late game, so uh, he would definitely be a candidate for uh, flex, uh, Phillips Lindsay, Ph- Phillips Lindsay, Philip Lindsay got added in here uh, based on his price. Uh, Melvin Gordon being out with quote unquote strep throat, uh, so it will be Philip Lindsay's backfield this week uh, against the Patriots' defense. Eighteenth in rush defense, DVOA and thirtieth versus running backs in the passing game, uh, which he will be involved in both. Uh, will we see uh, some of his running mate here? Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. I would expect him, uh, my God, he was my guy. And now I've just completely forgot his name. Um, <laughs> uh, Royce Freeman. We will see a little bit of Royce Freeman. Uh, but I do believe that this is primarily Philip Lindsay's backfield. Now you will see that, Uh, The Patriots are seventh in points allowed to the running back position at 17.9 on FanDuel and 20.8 on DK. Um, But with Drew Locke coming back, they're going to want to really take a lot of this pass rush off. I'm not really scared of the Patriots' defense, to be completely honest with you, uh, and think that Lindsey can get it done here. Now, he's 5,100, 16, and 4,300. Good for 31st, 24th, and 31st across the board. So you're getting a hell of a discount. Um, pretty much all Lindsay needs to hit is about 13 points, and he breaks value. So even if he got 10 at that cost, and you were able to pay up for a guy with more upside, you would take the 10 points for Philip Lindsey. It's the one. It's kind of the one fee one uh, type deal. You you give a little to get more. That's that's the way you work it. If you don't trust in cash that's fine, but remember, if you need a little bit of a cheaper option in GPP, uh, that's definitely a way to go. Uh, Speaking of GPP, here we are. Aaron Jones. Not a lot of people are going to be willing to pay for Jones here in a matchup where he will see a weakened defensive front uh, with defensive tackle Vita Vea hitting IR. Uh, Most folks will not want to pay for him in a matchup that on the surface is terrible, but we have seen backs such as CMC and Kamara have success here uh, even when they were at uh, the defense was at top health. So Jones is a top NFL running back talent and deserves at least a look here this week. Uh have seen some stuff with Jamal Williams, uh, some chatter uh, from the industry and everything like that. But fuck that. I'm not, I'm not getting away from Jones here. Uh, very tough games like this, where it's going to be super ultra competitive. Jones tends to be in there more. Um, and they kind of wean away a little bit from Jamal Williams. They let Aaron Jones get ahead of steam and kind of keep that going. So if this game, as I expect, stays ultra competitive, he's going to be the main, really, really be the main guy. You're looking at it, you're going to look at about eighty percent snap share with Aaron Jones being in there. So definitely consider it there. A uh, couple of rookies in here for GPP, DeAndre Swift. Uh, This is kind of a common-sense approach, but we know that Detroit doesn't have any common sense, so uh, that's why you can't completely trust it here. But if the Lions are smart, they're going to get Swift more involved coming off the bye week against the Jags defense. That is 20th in run defense DVOA and 29th versus the running back in the passing game, while 24th in points allowed to the running back position. Please, Lions, do the right thing. They won't. Uh, P Ryan now for the Jets. There's no real evidence to suggest that he's going to get a ton of touches now that Le'Veon Bell is gone. Uh, but the only running back in New York that has any upside in a matchup against the Dolphins, who are 32nd in rush defense DVOA and 23rd against running backs in the passing game, while 26 in points allowed to the running back position, Slim Michael Ryan. But like I said, we haven't really seen him, and that's kind of the problem. So consider him, but... You know, it's it is a hell of a risk, uh, just because we haven't seen it. Uh, Sunday night football options. You can look at Raheem Mostert. Uh, like him even better if Jeff Wilson actually does sit against the Rams defense. We won't know that, of course, until the game time. Uh, Rams defense twenty fourth in rush defense, uh, DVOA nineteenth versus running backs in the passing game. Uh, LA is eleventh in points allowed to the running back, but he has that. But has that really stopped Mostert before? Uh, With Mostert back, Jarek McKinnon really didn't get any run. It was mostly a little bit of Jeff Wilson, so uh, I would expect McKinnon to have a little bit of a share in here, but I'm not too worried about it. Like I said, it's pretty much going to be GPP for that, Uh, and Mostert does have the upside for the matchup. So, Wide receivers, we're going to go real quick here. Uh, Cash, Devontae Adams, Rogers' favorite target. He was healthy before the bye but was held out, so he had full rest. Okay? Uh, it's a bad matchup on paper, but he's far superior to cornerback uh, Carlton Davis, who is also questionable to play this week. Uh, high-end cash last GPP play. Uh, that should pay off in a game I believe will be high-scoring. Uh, next on here we have Calvin Ridley. He continues to be Matt Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's, Ryan's favorite target in a matchup against defense that is 10th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2. Uh, but he has been getting double-digit targets even when Julio is there. So... It's nice to have Julio. It's going to take a lot of the pressure off of Calvin Ridley, uh, so I still expect a um, massive amount of targets here. Uh, Godwin is back. Just in time to face Packers defense, 32nd in DVOA versus wide receiver twos, and we will be facing a backup cornerback in the slot versus Will Redman. Uh, very good price on DK at 6400 Good for 10th highest price wide receiver. Adam Thielen of Minnesota. I would like to get a piece of Thielen if I can afford it since the Falcons are 29th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. And Thielen is far and away Cousins' favorite target. Atlanta is also 26 in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Kenny Galladay comes in next. DVOA won't show up, but if you watch the film, the Jags do have issues versus the wide receiver one. Uh, Wide receiver one just hasn't been coming through. Uh, Facing cornerback Chris Claybrooks is a joke for Galladay, and he should not have any issue being uh, Stafford's favorite target again. Allen Robinson comes in next. Just look at the sheer target vol- volume that he's getting and the receptions that he's getting. Going against the defense's 17th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, he is 100% a viable option for cash. And at least take a look at him for GPPs because he is going to be slept on. I guarantee it. Jamison Crowder comes in next. This is more of our full-point PPR type guy, uh, just like uh, Allen uh to be fair. Uh, Crowder will be facing defense's 20th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. The matchup will not be great from a DVOA aspect, but like I've been trying to pound in everybody's heads, Crowder is the main pass target here, and he's talented enough to beat any matchup. So definitely consider Crowder. Uh, he's priced very well, uh, 6,800, 23, and 6,100. Straight straight mid-range right across the board. Will Fuller is my favorite uh, Houston Texans target. Uh, Titans are tw- 16th in DVOA versus the wide receiver two, but are 22nd in points allowed to the wide receiver position. I expect Houston to throw a lot to win g- to to win this game, and Fuller is Watson's true main target. AJ Brown on the other side. Bradley Roby shutting down DJ Chark last week had more to do with the Jags not attacking him than it did with him beating Chark, and it is true. And then Chark sprained his ankle. It's going back to the well time this week with AJ Brown, where the Texans are 18th in DVOA versus wide receiver once and seventeenth in points allowed to the wide receiver position. I'm not on Tannehill. But of all the pass targets, AJ Brown is the guy that I would I would roster. Ah uh, gotta love that claw. Devontae Parker comes in next. Parker has best matchup in the actual game uh, with the Jets. Just look at what DeAndre Hopkins did last week. 32nd in DVOA versus wide receiver one, so worst in the league. 18th in points allowed to wide receiver position. He is Fitzpatrick's favorite target and at a great salary. Julian Edelman for New England. uh, Had a down week before they had to take that bye. Uh, Best matchup uh, for the Patriots versus cornerback Asang Bassay. 24th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2 and 25th in points allowed to the position. A really good spot for him with Cam Newton back at quarterback. Justin Jefferson, if you, this is basically, if you cannot afford Thielen, um, then you can look at Justin Jefferson for a lower price. He's priced, God, awfully low. Um in a matchup with the 20th-ranked defense in DVOA versus the wide receiver twos. So if you want to get the savings, this is definitely a very good spot for cash. Uh, LaVisca Chenault. If there is no DJ Chark this week, then Chenault becomes extremely popular with his workload against a defense that is 30th in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. ones, Wide receiver ones. LaVisca Chenault is a wide receiver two if Chark is available. 24th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Does that mean D.J. Chark would be in line? For GPPs, yes. If D.J. Chark is playing, then you can consider Gardner Minshew as a quarterback as well. But that's the key. If Chark sits, you cannot consider Minshew. He is not very good when D.J. Chark is not there. Just look back at that Miami game where he just looked fucking completely lost. All right. Chase Claypool. Trust me, I was fading him until Deontay Johnson was ruled out. Uh, James Washington should take over the outside wide receiver one spot, which would leave Claypool in his usual wide receiver plus spot, where the Browns are 28th in DVOA, and they are also 30th in points allowed to the position overall. Uh, it's a really good spot for Chase, and even though he shouldn't get you know three more TDs, at his price, if he gets just one, it's a win. It's an uber chalk spot. It's, what do we call it? Um, said it forget it. I can't think of the goddamn thing. Um, but he's 5522 and 5200 good for 33rd, 14th and 25th. So on Yahoo, I probably would not play him. But on FanDuel and DK, he is very very viable. Very very viable. Very very viable. GPP, we're looking at Julio Jones, has the best matchup against the Vikings, uh, as you should pri- primarily see car- uh, quarterback Cameron Dansler. They'll be on the same side. It's been terrible uh, making the Vikings defense 25th in DVOA versus the wide receiver ones. Vikings are also 29th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. It's a risk because he's coming back from injury, but look what DK Metcalf did last week or even uh, Will Fuller the week before. Now they had Dantzler. Dantzler. was covering on Fuller uh, on most of the times when uh, Fuller scored. So uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Beckham cleared his COVID protocols this week after a scare with an illness. Uh, doesn't have a good history versus Steelers from last year, uh, but Pittsburgh is 21st in DVOA versus wide receiver one and 28th in points versus wide receiver position. Uh, This is completely remember what I said last week with Fulgham. Speed beats the Steelers. He can beat them deep. Speed kills. Speed kills. This is going to be really low on, too. So definitely take a look at it. If you're scared, I get it. Marquise Brown. I only like Brown if Darius Slay is out. Uh, Slay is out there. There is no one out. uh, Is not there. Uh, There's no one else on the Eagles who can cover him, and with the salary on FanDuel and Yahoo, it makes him cash-slash-GPP optional uh, in that point. But you have to make sure that Darius Slay is out. We'll find that out two hours before game time. So uh, He's coming back from a concussion, so he hasn't quite clear protocols on there. Uh, Marvin Jones. This is a complete Galladay pivot against the Jacksonville defense that is 23rd in DVOA versus wide receiver 2. So a lot better spot, actually, than Galladay. Nineteenth in points allowed to the wide receiver position. Uh, it's exceedingly rare that both him and Galladay go off together, so don't stack them together. Uh, if you're going to stack lions, uh, use Swift or TJ Hawkinson with either Jones or Galladay. So if you're going to do it here, your best your best bet is to run two Stafford lineups: one with Galladay and one with Jones. All right, Brandon Cooks, not my favorite option, but Titans are 15th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. And with Watson finally finding him last week, it is possibility that he finds him again uh, this week. I do like Fuller over Cooks because uh, Cooks has never been a guy that's, you know, really kind of gotten it done two weeks in a row. Very hard to trust, so. Uh, MVS for the Packers, uh, value upside option as the Bucks have been beaten by the long ball a few times this season. See Jalen Guyton two weeks ago. That would be the Chargers game. Uh, Bucks are 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver 2 this season, so it is a very, very good spot. Uh, next we have Preston Williams of the Miami Dolphins. I like Parker more, uh, but it was nice to see what Williams finally get involved a little bit more involved last week. Uh, faces defense 27th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2. Uh, Williams is also a nice salary if you want some exposure to this game but still fit higher-priced ga- guys from other games. Basically what I'm saying is if you're kind of fading off from this game uh, but you kind of want to still get some exposure, definitely take a look at Preston Williams here. Because uh, he can get the job done. Sunday Night Football options. Cooper Cup and Josh Reynolds. Cup is the guy who I would trust more here. Uh, so he's actually a cash option, especially at $22 on Yahoo. Uh, faces a defense that is 21st in DVOA versus wide receiver twos. Uh, Reynolds is okay as a punt GPP option since San Francisco is 26 in DVOA versus wide receiver plus. Um, uh, Mr. Robert Woods is not a very good option here. Tight end. I'm probably, honestly, going to uh, pay up. I'm going to try and get up towards the Mark Andrews here. Uh, should be the chalk. It's good chalk. Gets Philly defense is 30th in tight end DVOA and 27th in points allowed to the position. Uh, next would be Johnu Smith uh, faces the Texas defense, 21st in tight end DVOA and 50th in points allowed to the position. Um, from here, though, I'm probably going to go up to Andrews because you're going to get a lot of people uh, entering Johnu Smith. Trying to chase that 2TD game from Tuesday. Uh, but it's hard to argue with his overall production. Uh, if Corey Davis is there, I might actually fade off a of two. Um, But he hasn't cleared uh, COVID protocol yet. For some fucking reason, I decided to put TJ Hockinson in. Oh, that's right, because it's a great spot. Uh Jags defense is 31st in DVOA is 27th in points allowed to the tight end position. Um probably is more of a GPP play considering the fact when he gets to five targets, then they just kind of say, okay, you've had enough. So um but I do like Hawkinson here. It's kind of a prey, uh pray to God, it's a very good spot though. Um very good spot. <laughs> Guy who's even probably a little bit riskier is actually Evan Ingram here. Uh Giants are trying to get him more involved in the and the douche canoes are thirty second at tight end DVOA and thirtieth of points allowed to the position. So it's there. It is it is there. That spot is there. It's just whether or not Daniel Jones can actually get it to him or if he's gonna keep getting that ball batted down at the line of scrimmage. So uh did include uh, Darren Fells. I did say he's cash viable. Jordan Akins is out this weekend, and guess what? Jordan Akins is out this weekend. Titans are 26 in tight end uh, TVOA, 22nd in points allowed to the position. Um, when there is only one Houston tight end available, they automatically become viable in spots like this one. Um Especially at the price, if you he's bare minimum, he's bare minimum over on Yahoo. So that's definitely a spot that I will look at if I'm not going to go up to Andrews there. Um, but he's actually pretty well priced at 5100 on FanDuel and 3800 over on DK. Uh, this is kind of a little bit higher pivot off of the GPP option of Irv Smith Junior that I think is going to be a little bit um, higher owned than we want. So. But we'll get to that. So, GPP. Zach Hurts. No one is going to use him. He's getting the targets week in and week out. Uh, The Ravens have one major weak spot, and that's against the tight end, who are 22nd in tight end DVOA and 18th in points against the position. Um, The Eagles are going to need to throw here to try and win this game. So you're going to see a lot of volume out of Wentz. Most of that volume, I think, uh, in my opinion, it, it's going to go to Zach Ertz. Baltimore's probably going to know it, but they're just going to leave it open. So he should get a ton of targets. He should get a ton of catches. Uh, and he should be able to get a whole mess of load of yards and a possible touchdown. We are touchdown hunting here. So I do like the play, though. Mike Kizeki for the Miami. It's another good uh, spot for Kazicki, which usually means he'll fuck us in a matchup against the Jets, who are 19th in DVOA versus tight end, 19th in points allowed to position. Very risky play. He's so fucking up and down. Um, I wish I could trust him. I would not use him on DK. He's second highest priced tight end over on DK. Fuck that. I mean, FanDuel, FanDuel and Yahoo is seventh, so I, I'm okay with that. But second, come on, get out of here. Irv Smith brings up the rear. I know everybody needs a tight end punt, and I can't argue with the spot here against the Falcons. Uh, 25th in tight end DVOA and 31st in points against the position. Just be careful if you're going to use him in cash, and I know some of you are because he's bare-ass minimum. I would much rather use Justin Jefferson. I would much rather use Adam Thielen than Irv Smith. Sunday Night Football option, I think you can go with George Kittle here. It's not the best matchup on paper, but history has shown. He has had some really good games against the Rams, and he's the only actual receiving player that I trust from this side of the ball. So George Kittle is a pivot off Mark Andrews on Yahoo only. Defenses. Go quick here. Indianapolis Colts, yes, they are banged up, uh, but they are facing Bengals. Bengals are 30th in points allowed to opposing defenses this season as long as Phillip Rivers doesn't fully implode again and put the defense in bad spots. This game doesn't have any indications of a shootout. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Philly is 27th in points allowed to opposing defenses, and the Ravens have played pretty damn well from the defensive side of the ball. It's probably going to be really popular after their score that they put up last week. Do they do it again? I don't know, but this could actually be like what happened with New England. Uh, was it last year or the year before where it was like, uh, well, you better play fucking New England. <laughs> you better play New England until uh, we say no more New England. Uh, the Douche Canoos, uh are next. They have one hell of a pass rush, and the Giants are 31st in points allowed to opposing defenses. Uh, the Giants just blow. On offense, even if you're using Evan Ingram, I think you can use the Giants defense. So, uh, best spot is actually over on DK. They're 3,300. They're eighth. Uh, on the other side, New York, um, uh, it's just as viable a spot if you want to pay down a little bit more. Um, I think the Giants are very much viable in here. Uh, that again, um, you know, Washington really isn't doing that much. Um, So as long as Daniel Jones isn't putting him in bad spots, they should be good as far as scoring defense. Should be able to get a couple sacks and stuff in there too. Uh, GBP. So Chicago Bears actually, outside of Mike Davis, they match up well across the board and have an opportunity to do some damage uh, against this offense that has been good so far. So this is very, very against the grain, to be honest, uh, just with how much Carolina or how well Carolina has been playing. So... Kind of they're gonna be a little bit off the radar, last but certainly not least, and this is your punt play for cash Cincinnati Bengals against Indianapolis, yes, it's following on the coattails of Cleveland, but guess what Cincinnati's defense I actually have a lot more respect for uh than the Cleveland Browns, and I have a little bit um more love for Cincinnati Bengals defense, and a lot of people are not picking this up they're. Pass defense is actually really, really good. Um, So, and you got Geno Atkins back. You got, like, Mike Daniels. I believe Mike Daniels is actually back along the defensive line. So, uh, injuries along the Indianapolis Colts front line. um, This actually lines up pretty damn well for Cincinnati. So, if you want to punt, this is where I would go. Um, I'm probably going to punt, to be honest with you. Uh, thirty-three hundred, eleven, and twenty-one hundred dollars. Uh, they are very, very much viable for your cash game lineups. So that's it. That's a full write up there. Um, anybody needs a copy of it, uh, I can get that out to you. Just DM me, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Roydog underscore thirteen, uh, or hit me up on messenger uh, Dennis M Roy and I'll be able to get them out to you right away uh, I am redoing I'm, I'm going back through the spreadsheet but I will not have it done until Sunday morning uh, but I will get that out as soon as I can so everybody have yourselves a wonderful end to your Saturday night. Oh, we got the fifth end of the fifth round of the Korean zombie fight. Oh, oh, yeah, let's kick some ass this fucking weekend. Let's rebound, motherfuckers.